Welcome to New York Institute of Technology's podcast, The Scope. Produced by the College of Osteopathic Medicine, our episodes focus on the medical school experience and how it helps shape future physicians. Learn about exciting new health and wellness initiatives, cutting-edge medical research and technology, and how to effectively navigate medical school. We are excited to have you join us. Good afternoon and welcome to the SCOPE podcast. I'm Kimberly Fasiglione, second year medical student at NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine. Today, we're joined by a panel of student authors who have recently published children's book while also attending medical and physician assistant school. Please welcome second year NYIT comm medical students from our New York campus, Melody Young and Jake Salner, and St. John's University physician assistant student, Zach Levy, who collaborated to write the new children's book, Rory's Adventures. And from our Arkansas campus, second year MIT Com medical student, Ariane Kashkawari, who authored the new children's book, Masked Heroes. Thank you all for joining us. Today, our student authors will discuss their experiences associated with the writing of these two new unique and amazing children's books. I'd like to open our conversation today by asking our panel, what inspired you to write a book and specifically children's books? Well, I guess I'll start us off here. A couple months ago, and by a couple months ago, I mean a year and a half ago, um, I was in Florida thinking over break. I had a, a break during school and I was really thinking, I love kids, you know, me and Jake were roommates in college and we always love to do things together. I had this idea of a children's book. We both love medicine, inspiring children. So I called up Jake. He thought the idea was great. And then the idea kind of uh, settled out for a little bit and Mel came in and was the catalyst to our project. And Mel really brought us to fruition and together. And between the three of us, uh, we came out with Rory's Adventure Books. Great. Thanks, Zach. Arian, what about you? Sure. So uh, during the early onset of the pandemic, we were stuck at home just like everybody else. Around the summertime, we started seeing headlines about school reopenings, how to do so safely. So we, we thought of the idea of writing a children's book to help teachers and, and parents help communicate how to stay safe in school. That's really awesome. It sounds really needed. So were you all interested in creative writing before medical school or is this a new hobby for you? So for me, my experience has always been uh, trying to incorporate art into any aspect of my life. So as a co-author, I was also the illustrator for Rory's Adventure. Um, and I always find ways, whether I'm studying for medical school anatomy or physiology, whatever the case may be, how to take something that's so complex, so out of this world, and then kind of just make it a little simpler, a little more digestible. Um, so for at least for my experience, that really lent itself for writing the children's book because I took these hard subjects and then I worked it with easier drawings, easier concepts along with my co-authors. So uh, it really came together nicely. Thank you, Jake. That's really awesome that you found a way to bring art into your medical education. So where did you all find the time to author a book and also concurrently manage the responsibilities of school? Melody. During the summer when everything was kind of shut down due to the pandemic, there was really nothing we could do but stay home. So we thought it was a perfect time for us to start putting the book together. Before the summer, Jake and I and Zach already talked about starting 
something like this. And the summer kind of presented itself as an opportunity because between first and second year, you don't have that pressure to study that hard because we just finished the first year and board studying doesn't really kick up until second year. So we kind of just utilize that time to iron out all of the wrinkles in terms of how to publish a book and also put the content together. So the first book definitely took the longest time, but once we got the hang of it, then afterward we were able to write the other two and illustrate the other two in a lot faster time. Like Mel said, we did have an easier time writing over the summer for the, our first book, the cardiology book. Um, but then once we got back to school and we wanted to write the respiratory book, I think there was some trepidation between us, like how are we gonna fit school with writing this book? And I think that it ended up being a lot more enjoyable and complementary to our studies than we initially thought. When we were studying our subjects, we were also thinking, well, how can we make this simpler for a child to understand or for someone that's not in a medical profession, how they can understand. And in doing that, we're also thinking about our, the concepts we're learning. We're thinking about different ways to think of the different materials. So it was actually complementary more so than I think we anticipated uh, to be doing it with school at the same time. Thank you, Jake and Melody. I mean, as your classmate, I cannot imagine writing a book and going through, but that does make a lot of sense. That's something we use in our medical education. When you're talking to a patient, you need to simplify things to make it easier for them to understand. So that was definitely a really good experience for you both to get. Arian, did you have a similar timeline and experience with writing your book? Absolutely. Um, we took advantage of Summertime, like Melody mentioned, there's, there's very little pressure from school. Um, as well as being home, we definitely decided to iron out the preliminary sketches and understand the, the publishing process during that time. And once school began, we were basically smooth sailing at that point. So can you tell our listeners about how you published your books and what your books are about? Zach? We have a series of books that's known as Rory's Adventure Books. And the first book in our series is a book on cardiology. So it's Rory's Adventure Through the Cardiovascular System. The goal of our book is really to simplify and make learning enjoyable for students and to inspire them in the medical field and just in science in general. And we really accomplish that or try to accomplish that through what we call text effects, which make the most important words uh, extra special, whether that's with colors or special underlying or special features on the words. And then we also do that through pictures, which Jake self-illustrates for us, um, which makes us super unique. And with our text effects and our pictures, we really hope that this inspires children and keeps them hungry for learning for more information. And we've gotten great feedback from them. So we love seeing the smile that they have on their faces. Arian, what about your book, Masked Heroes? Yes, The Masked Heroes is a book that, um, as we mentioned earlier, was for parents and teachers to help children understand the impacts of the coronavirus um, in a fun and simpler way. The book follows three children and their, and their teacher who informs them about the coronavirus and the three ways that we can stay safe. So mask wearing, hand washing, as well as social distancing. That's great and much needed in these times. For the authors of Rory's Adventures, where do you see Rory's Adventure book series going in the future? 
So I think in the beginning, what we discussed is that we, we want to bring Rory, who's the main character, we want to bring him through all the different major systems throughout the body. So whether that be the cardiovascular or the respiratory, we want to do GI, we're, we're planning musculoskeletal, uh, and that's where we want to take it in terms of the content. Um, but our major goal, and we're working towards this, is to try and get this into waiting rooms and pediatrics office. We think that it's a good way to have kids that might be nervous about what they're going to the doctor for. Um, if they're waiting in the waiting room, they could just give it with the nice pictures, simplified text, so they can understand, oh, when he's listening to my heart, this is what he's listening for. And maybe the doctor can spark some interest in them through that. So we don't know how to get there yet, but it's certainly one of our goals is to get the, the books all throughout different doctor's offices. And just to uh, go off of that, in addition to the doctor's offices, we love uh, students actually getting our books and reading them with their classmates and their teachers. And thanks to Mel and through a club that she's associated with, um, we actually have students all across the country, whether that's in Arkansas or Long Island or other places in New York, that these classrooms and these students have actually read the, our books with us on Zoom as a live uh, read through with us, the authors, and we all read together with the teachers. So that's another outlet that we have to expose the students uh, to our books. And it's such a fun time uh, with the teachers and the students and us all together. And it's a great time reading our book. I think that's absolutely the highlight of everything that we do finally seeing our books in the hands of children and having them be so excited to read it. I remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I remember this I think our first reading it was one of the little girls asked us a question and she said, does this mean I can be a doctor too? And it was such a life-changing moment because you never think that you could have this kind of impact on anyone. What is she? Seven, eight-year-old girl says to you like, oh, I guess like this is something that I can do in the future too. And so for me, that was definitely uh, one of the, the greatest days in my life to see her smile and realize that she has the potential as well. That's absolutely amazing. So where can readers get your book now? So uh, our book or our book series, Rory's Adventure, can be accessed through multiple ways. Um, we have an Instagram account called Rory's Adventure Books, and that account uh, has a lot of information on it. We post different facts. Uh, Jake draws the illustrations for the posts, and I manage the account, which is great. You can direct message the account uh, to order books directly. We do discounts for group orders, and you can also set up that classroom reading that we spoke about before. And in addition to that, you could search on Amazon Rory's Adventure Books or Rory's Adventure Books through the cardiovascular system or the respiratory system and future books. So they're available on Amazon and also through direct message on our Instagram uh, for group orders and single orders, too. That's great. I'm sure our listeners will be running over to get your book. Arian, what about you? If you're looking for a paperback copy of The Mass Heroes, you can find it in the English version over on Amazon. And if you're looking for a digital copy, which is free, uh, you can find them in English, French, and Spanish over at themassedheroesbook.com. Uh, with Amazon, all the proceeds are being donated to childhood hunger. We know that that has become an even bigger issue as a result of COVID. So all the proceeds are being sent there if you'd like a paperback copy with a glossy edition. But if not, if you'd like to get just a digital copy on your iPad or your phone or your laptop, then you can find that on the website. Arian, have you had similar experiences with your book in Arkansas and being able to bring it to the community and see that impact? We sure have. Um, thanks to Melody, 
we were able to set things like that up with different schools in, in Arkansas. The reception has been incredible from students across the state. I've also seen incredible reactions and I've had incredible amounts of support from colleagues who decided to join in on the readings. We would each pick a character and do a live reading with those students and then answer questions afterwards regarding the coronavirus, other ways to stay safe, um, the implications of vaccinations and when we can get back to normal. So it's been an absolutely incredible experience to get to meet these students and really get to see it in their hands. I am absolutely in awe of all of you. I can't believe that these are the people that are gonna be my colleagues in the future and that I'm going to medical school with you and you're kind of proving to me and hopefully to our listeners that you really can do anything. What motivates you all to keep writing and keep continuing on with this journey? Arian. I think Jacob touched on this perfectly. I come from a public health background and a lot of my focus and my research has been really dedicated towards improving the, the patient provider relationship. And part of that is through simplifying the information. And with something like the mass heroes, with something as important and as dominating as the coronavirus, it was important that we find a way to help provide this information um, in a clear, succinct, and easy way for, for students to understand. So understanding the implications of that and how we can improve our understanding of medicine and how we practice in the future is what gets me going. Zach, what about you? I think for me and potentially for us as Team Rory, when we do our student Zoom read-alongs and specifically after the first read-along, I remember so clearly that at the end, we always do a question and answer and one student raised their hand. He was probably eight years old, seven year old. And the student said, thank you so much. I loved your book, which put the biggest smile on our face. But the best part was that every single student in that class proceeded to raise their hand and say the same exact thing of, I love your book. Thank you so much. And I think that really put it into perspective for us because before that first reading, it was kind of of, oh, me, Jake and Mel, our books like pretty cool, like it looks great. But this was like feedback from such an unbiased, the student didn't have to say that. This just came off the top of their head. And that really was like, wow, we should keep, we got to keep writing these. These students love these. And it, it was great. And it was, and here we are, we're still going. I think it's really scary to put something that you've written. I think even with artists, like when you put something that's yours and you've put your heart and soul into it to put it out in the world and you don't know what the reception is going to be like. I think that was super scary. So once we did the readings, we finally like got the input from children who they literally say whatever they're thinking. They don't sugarcoat anything. If they hate it, they're going to say they hate it. So to hear them say that they loved it was a justification to us that what we're doing is a decent job and it definitely inspires us to continue to do so. The best thing about a book is that you can always read it. It doesn't go away. It's never going to be gone. So your lasting impact can be felt for so many years to come by so many people. So that's really incredible. What do you feel like is the best thing that came out of this experience for you? And how will you use this in your future careers as physicians? Jake. Speaking for myself, I think it validated that I'm not just one thing. So I feel like when we get into this tunnel where we feel like that's the only thing we're doing, we're studying 
nine to 12 every day, all day, every day. And we don't feel like there's anything else to life, honestly, for some points of uh, the journey. But this validated that there are different things that we can be doing outside of what's immediately in front of us. And I think that's going to carry forward in the future as doctors, just because we're a doctor doesn't mean that we see our patients and go home. The learning always continues, the teaching always continues. So uh, this experience, at least for me, has taught me that expand beyond your horizons. You can do more than you think you can do. And the rewards speak for themselves, just intrinsically, how great it makes you feel to, to expand your horizons. For me, I think I learned to surround myself with people that are not like me at all. Even though we're all in medical school and we all have a final goal of becoming healthcare providers in the future, we have very different personalities and we have very different interests. To me, I have absolutely no interest in business or money or in managing anything like that. And luckily, Zach is a part of our team and he manages all of that. I absolutely can't draw to save my life. And Jake is absolutely the most incredible artist that I've ever met. So surrounding yourself with people that are very different from you with a different skill set and putting that all together ultimately creates such a great team. And I think that's why we were able to put out these incredible projects. Echoing Jacob's point, the setting 10 to 12 hours a day to get to a particular goal and to be able to make a difference at that stage in our life, four, five, 10 years from now, we forget that we can make an impact now and advocate now. Like Jacob said, their, their plan is to get into different pediatric offices to help. We can do things now. And, and certainly that's a breath of fresh air to be able to get outside of medicine, get outside of the textbooks, draw, manage Instagram accounts, and things like that. What Arian and Jake said is so true in medicine. It's such a, uh, what's that word when you have to wait? Delayed gratification. Yes, it's such a delayed gratification process because everything that we do now literally doesn't seem like it's going to pay off until we're doctors. And to be able to put a book out and then see the response um, and the support early on, it's like something where we can we can hold on to like these little successes through all of the darkness sometimes that is medical school. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with them to be able to help in that way and also bring us joy as well through this journey. You're inspiring me to write a book. I feel like I'm going to start going through my daily life like, hmm, can I add something? Can I use this information somehow? How can I simplify this? So definitely feel like I need some of that serotonin if you're willing to share. Do you have any advice for people like me or anyone out there who's in school or just has a busy life who needs to write a book? They feel like they have a great idea. Do you have any advice for people like me? Zach? I would just say, if you're going to write alone, start writing. If you're going to write with a team, get your team ready and, and start writing. When we started, we were like, what were we going to call our book? What's the main character going to be? And those things kind of just come and when you're in the shower or you're sleeping, they just pop into your head and you know it's it's the one. But when it comes to content, you got to put the words on the page. And that's kind of what we did. We got together. We were all on Zoom because of the pandemic, but we screen shared and had a Word document and just started writing. First, we started with the bullets on the outline of our book. And then we started filling in with the content. Okay, this page is going to be about the valves. This page is going to be about the vascular. And all of those things kind of come together and eventually you have a book. Uh, and I think an important thing to know is that uh, maybe for someone listening, for you, for anyone else, that it doesn't necessarily be that you have to write a book, you have to do this big ambitious project that people have to see. 
at least for me, I feel like just expressing yourself, whether that's writing, drawing, painting, singing, whatever the case may be, I think that it doesn't have to be this large scale operation. Maybe it could become that if you find success and you find that it's something that you're passionate about. But um, I don't think that the limitation or fear of expansion to this brand or anything should be in the way of anyone doing something that they're interested in. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's easy when you're in medical school to focus on all you have to do. And these little side things like writing a book series are taking up your time. And so it could be stressful, but when you view it as that thing for you, that is what's keeping you going, keeping you motivated, keeping your creative side intact, then definitely it's worth it. Zach, do you have anything to add to that? And just to go off of that, the really cool thing about this for us is that there's no timeline. If this book came into fruition 15 years down the line, it's fine. This wasn't a homework assignment or a test I have to study for. This is something that is at our own pace. So we can go for 24 hours a day for a week if we want, or we could do two hours a day for five months. And that's when our book comes out. So it really is a go at your own pace type of thing. And if you're determined and motivated to get it done, then it's going to get done in time. Is there anything you wish you knew before writing a book and getting involved in this process? It's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I think when we initially thought of the idea, we're like, all right, let's bang out uh, eight books in a week. We can definitely do that. It's for kids. It's not going to take any time at all. And it ended up taking us, I think, almost two months to write the content for the first book because it actually is so hard to break down a difficult concept in a way that doesn't deter away from the science and make it like a children, like a child's book. Not that I don't want to say that in a derogatory way. I mean, in order to maintain the the scientific integrity of the subject without compromising that was really, really difficult. And I think that's something I didn't expect because we all expected to be able to finish writing it really quick because we know the concepts, we know it um, well, but to be able to explain it to a seven or eight year old child, that's a different ball game. And also in addition to the actual content of the book, which is my favorite part of writing, and I think Jake and Mel's too, and I'm sure Arian's, the, a lot of the difficulty comes in the actual technical side, whether that's you know formatting the book or self-publishing the book, which was what we did, or obtaining a copyright, which we did, which we had to figure out on our own. No one taught you how to get a copyright for anything. So we had to figure that out. And all of those little nuances that are not the actual writing of the book, I think that part is the most difficult because the writing we all love. That's why we write the book. The drawing, Jake loves because he loves to draw. Getting it to the kids we love, but the actual technical aspect of putting a book together is, is difficult, especially for the first time. Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners who are looking to write a book? I think that it's definitely a learning process and there are steps that need to be taken. But if you're determined and this is what you want to do, there's, there's definitely nothing stopping you from doing it. Just keep pushing forward. And the payoff comes when you see the people reading your book and they're smiling. And that's when you know it's all worth it. Uh, and just to echo that sentiment, just with anything, when you're looking at it from a distance and you realize all the work that's ahead of you, it can be daunting, can be really scary. But if you just take one step at a time, one sentence at a time, one concept at a time, it starts to build on itself. And before you know it, you turn around and you have a whole book ready. And then before you know that, you have two books and you're planning the third book. So my advice would be to just take what's in front of you and do one step at a time. Don't look at the whole project that you have to do. 
because it will get done. And by the time it's done, you're going to be proud of yourself and you're going to be excited to do even more work. So just to echo what uh, Jake and Zach have been saying, I, you know, I never saw myself doing something like this. I certainly learned a lot about myself and I learned that no task can be easily dismissed or can be out of reach. The response has been terrific from the people who have read it, from the students, from the teachers, from my colleagues. And so that's, that's really shown me that it's, it's been worth it. it, certainly paid off. And I certainly learned a lot about myself during the process. So find inspiration in the little things. If it's in woodworking, then it's in woodworking. If it's in writing a book, then it's in writing a book. No matter what it's in, go for it, give it a try. And like Jacob said, just one step at a time and you'll get there. That's amazing. Thank you all. And like I said, absolutely in awe of you. So lucky to have you as my classmates and you are an inspiration to me and I'm sure a bunch of other people. And as you discussed those children who said, I loved your book and does this mean I can be a doctor too? They are really going to feel your impact. So congratulations for all of your accomplishments thus far. I'd like to thank our panel for joining us today to share their unique insights and experiences as both creative writing authors and medical and physician assistant students. It is clear from our discussion today that many positive benefits can arise when you strive to take an idea or a vision you're passionate about and proactively work towards making it a reality. Thank you once again for joining us.